Hello. Today's guest is a friend of mine who is a composer, musician, and consultant in New York. His name is Maxwell Henry. And a couple of weeks ago, we had the chance to sit down and talk a bit about life as a composer, life in New York, politics, and just a bunch of interesting topics. But before you check that out, please remember to like my channel, leave a comment, subscribe, and if you like my content generally, please consider visiting my Patreon page. Welcome to Music in Mind, Music in Mind, with Anthony Coffey. Hello, everybody. What's up? This is my friend, Maxwell Henry, composer, musician, consultant. Consultant. Yeah. So, how's it going? Really good. Um, this has been a cool... It's been a cool... So, I've been out of New York uh, for the summer. I uh, basically, like, hit rock bottom, as, as it were. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this. Too. I don't think so. Because uh, we did a we did a podcast a about a year ago, ago. ago, a year yeah, ago, right. and things were great. And then yeah. I learned that they weren't great. I was just maybe insane a little bit, and didn't know it, <laughs> and didn't know it. Like that's the, okay. that, that's like the fucked up part. Like I felt great. I felt I was composing. I was right. I was running events. Yeah, because you had a new piece that you showed me. I had a new piece, and it was the, the first piece I released as Maxwell Henry, which is why I have my tattoo, by the way. I'm not an egomaniac, and I didn't sign myself, which yeah. is but the first it? question that everyone gets. It's just it's just the sign-off of a But poem. it has a year, too. 2018. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the poem, I see. So this is how I end my score, is a, a haiku that I wrote, actually. It says, inexplicably release in resolution, here I stand beneath, and Maxwell Henry 2018. When did you get that done? It looks really new. It is. I yeah, still shaved. Um, I guess I since there is video, I can <laughs> I can short short. Oh yeah, here. yeah yeah. Um, and I'm really happy with it. I got it done around the corner by this dude named Flav. We don't have to believe his name. Inktastic did okay. a great job. Do or don't have to believe his name. Don't. Okay. I mean, unless he doesn't like advertising, but again, it's 2019. So also, I only have 29 followers. <laughs> so. No, no, you got twenty. Yeah, you got twenty nine followers, bro. I mean, I got like four hundred, no. but you know, <laughs> get your numbers YouTube. up. YouTube, get your numbers On up, dude. YouTube, yeah, no, YouTube. That's great. That's one, but it's great. But if, all, if it's twenty nine friends, if it's twenty nine friends, is awful. But if it's twenty nine people, twenty nine friends is good. You need twenty nine plus whatever. Yeah. Like you need your twenty nine friends. Everyone yeah. needs twenty nine friends. Exactly. No more, no less. Right. That's the perfect number. That's the perfect number. Yeah. All right. I won't get into it. It's science, but... It's what about science. Dunbar's number? I don't know what that is. Uh, That's fake. No, it's like <laughs> the, the maximum people you can really have in your community is 150. Oh, I believe that. And that is at the core of the world's problems. You start splitting off into different communities. That is the core of yeah, the world's there's problems. there's a whole theory Because we, we have this, like, notion uh, that one person at the head of the the government, of any government, can just fix everyone's life. Right. As if to say we are all the same and have all the same problems, or even not that. I don't think anyone says that, but <laughs> but they act like they do. It's just that, like, yeah. it's whoever get like, we have to get the White House, because if we don't, our li the lives as we know it are over. And that's just objectively yes. not true. The sun does come up the next day. Yeah, like, it has As much it as people hated yet. that, when, like, it's like, hey... We're still here. Yeah. 
some people are dying, but people have always been dying. So that's true. It's just like now people just choose which ones they want to talk about, and I get really infuriated by that. Yeah, it's propaganda, and anyways, it's but it's hard deep. not to do that. It's hard not to be involved in propaganda and for some. Well, because everyone has bias. Like there's there's Nazi propaganda, and then there's like MSNBC <laughs> yeah. and Fox News. And yeah, and 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 an infinite number of other propagandas. Yeah, like, you know, you know, all, I was, I was having a conversation. I was having a conversation with a fellow libertarian friend, and I don't, I don't identify as a libertarian, but I would identify as a social republican. A social republican, which is interesting that is, because that's interesting. That's yeah. because that's what the Republican Party started right. uh, as, and that was like the that was the party of Lincoln, and that's why they're not that anymore. Uh huh. And uh, so it's just interesting because my brother's super into history and like probably a future politician, so he's very like in tune with what goes on and like, and has a really well rounded like view of things. He's yeah. leans. He's like a communist. He would he would nice. jokingly say he's a communist. So that's where a lot of my social view, socialist views, stick like police department, utilities, yeah. all road, like all of that. Like, Roads are sweet. You want to tell me you don't want to live without that? That's a socialized program. Social, social security. Literally I see what you mean by name. social republican. So the fact that we can't socialize medicine, I think, is a ridiculous like mm-hmm. take. I think it just is lazy. I think you're just scared of like finding something better. To be honest, and yeah. I and again, that's something I get frustrated with. I feel like the arguments against it are not scared of finding something better, but yes. They wouldn't see that that way. Right, yeah. But that's how I see it. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Okay, so, what have you been up to? I have been cooking my ass off in a Japanese steakhouse in Williamsburg. That's crazy. It's been both the coolest and worst experience of my life. Restaurant's phenomenal. I recently just left as of, like... Really, I left in my mind about a week ago because I just decided to not come in because the chef and I had a pretty intense disagreement. But the interesting thing was it was like the first time in my life I've stood up for myself mm-hmm. and when I was just being blatantly disrespected. And that was something I just could it's never do. It's an important do. thing to it's do. The mid, it's, it's the Midwestern in yeah, me where no, like, I know, I know like, you, you don't want to upset anybody and it's like, okay, I'll do better for you. Yeah. I don't care how I feel. I had this experience recently too. But, yeah. Uh, that's cool. What was it with? It was with the uh, musical, right? Yes. Yeah. No, and it felt like I don't want to say like I I took pleasure in it, but it felt good and it felt right. Yeah. Like I didn't hate myself. I wasn't guilty. I didn't feel bad. Yeah. I was just like, to be honest, like, fuck this. Like I don't need this. I'm I'm doing other things with my life, and this is something that is trying to pay the bills at the moment. Yeah. And you know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go back and just like serve there once once uh, one to two nights a week. Oh, because it's a really nice restaurant. Yeah. So I can potentially like cover my bills and maybe even just tips, mm-hmm. depending on when I work. Um, That's amazing if you could do that. Dude, two New nights. York, you can live on. New York's crazy. Like when you talk about living in L.A. and California in general, I'm from California. For everyone out there that doesn't know, San Francisco Bay Area. What up, Walnut Creek? Uh, East Bay for days. Um, hella, all that fun stuff. <laughs> Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, and that's where, and actually that's perfect, that's where I've been, uh, Uh, so basically when I was working at the kitchen, I was working 60 hours a week, six days a week, not six days a week all the time, but 50 to 60 hours a week, 
And it, let me tell you, dude, yeah, it I was the hardest that. job no. of my life. And I have I mean, a weird, and I have a weird affinity then. for manual labor because Same. I because I believe that it just service jobs and manual labor, everyone should do it. I like it. No yeah. one says manual labor because no one does it. And it's super important. It. I re- I have so much respect. Like Mike Rowe, Dirty Jobs, dude's <laughs> an American hero. Yeah. I don't watch the show. I don't watch the show because yeah. I don't watch that kind of television. But like I've heard him speak, and like he's a smart, cool, yeah, necessary voice. That's also not, and, not, that's unfo- not, and that's unfortunately a hot take because he probably supports Trump. So like, fuck the world. I, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm so mad right now. I don't mean to be like. <laughs> I'm I'm really I'm fed up. I'm I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm deciding to just live my life. The reason I jokingly say I'm a libertarian, yeah, is that. I, I'm currently now in the process of learning the sport of survive, survivalism, if you know what I mean. So being able to not live quite. off the wilderness, to be able to not... In New York City? No, no, no. Oh. In, I mean, the middle of fucking nowhere. Oh, like Inside Idaho. Woods. Yeah. Wyoming, Montana. particularly. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Why? Because I've... So my, my dad grew up on a farm in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and I grew up in a suburb in California, in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. but I wished I grew up on a farm. I spent okay. most of my childhood wanting to live in Wisconsin. Yeah, because I just identified with something about outdoors, farm life, country life. Uh-huh. It's just so much better. Yeah, like, I can't even explain to you, and that's what and that's where I get frustrated when people say like, "Fuck," people say Trump supporters are uh, racist pieces of shit. Sometimes. Degenerates. Of course. But do you want to know who else is also racist? Degenerates pieces of shit? Hillary supporters. Democrats. Like, everybody is shitty to some percentage. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that could even be to the person. Like, we all have things we don't like about ourselves or want to change. And that was what I did in in California. When I went back home, I got to, like, when I say rock bottom, I... Like, I wasn't, like, addicted to drugs or anything like that. And that yeah. was and that was the thing that was interesting uh, was I realized you don't have to be... A, you can be working your ass off and doing the right things. Uh-huh. And, like, because this was just after I, me and my roommate had run a successful art collective. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, I remember because we talked about that last... That was what the last podcast was about. So I won't get into that. You can go back and check out Anthony's... And tell your friends to subscribe, by the way. You can click the link below. I've never done that before. That was fun. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, you did that a whole bunch last time. Because oh, remember you were trying to give me, I, you're trying okay, to give me so, to link things that, that that's right that you couldn't link. link that you couldn't link that's right because I just am I'm a business I'm a I'm an entrepreneur at heart that's another thing I had to learn about myself I just didn't know myself I was too busy doing other people's things right and didn't didn't was incapable of listening to how I uh, um what I felt you know what I mean sure. So I would, mental toughness versus mental awareness. There's this, oh man, I can't believe I'm about to do this. This is also my entrepreneurial, like, so there's a podcast that I recommend everybody check out. Um, are you familiar with the person Violet Benson? No. Okay. So she's a really awesome, like, influencer on Instagram right now. She's like an Instagram model uh-huh. and she's like an ironic Instagram model. So she's, like, hilarious, but, like, objectively just undeniably gorgeous. You know what I mean? Okay. But just hilarious, like, and, 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 like, just a business person. You know what sure. I mean? Like, just worked her way to the top. And, like, 
but she did a pot and I don't really listen to any other episodes of her podcast because it's just clearly not for me, but she did an episode on depression. Ah, okay. And this was a thing. And she talks about this idea of mental awareness versus mental toughness and growing up Catholic and Midwestern in California, basically. Yeah. Cause my dad, like, I don't want to say my dad raised me cause like my mom was always in the picture, but she, she worked, she was a like big time successful lawyer in uh-huh. California, like eminent domain, real estate law, oh, wow. which is like big, yeah, big stuff, intense government stuff. Yeah. Um, and she was really, really good. So, uh-huh. but there's a thing about being a really, really good lawyer. You work like 90 hours a week. Right. So that's just that. I mean, it's like, I respect my mom more than like anybody. Cause like, it's incredible what she was able to accomplish in like a male dominated mm-hmm. field in the nineties. Right. So I learned a lot from that, but I learned more from my dad early on in my childhood because he just happened to be around more mm-hmm. um, and was just like the perfect kind of like stay at home dad in terms of like he just nurtured like or just like encouraged us to just do what we wanted to do. Right. And, but the funny thing is my dad always encouraged us to do it the best we humanly could. Yeah. And so he right. pushed That's us good. like really hard yeah, yeah. and like I resonated with that cuz I was a football player, I was a rugby player and that was what I hated music when I was young, which is the funniest you thing. You hated music? Hated it. Like you didn't even like listening to it? Nope. I don't understand that like I know I've met maybe like 3 people in my life who told me they don't who like are musicians. Music. Yeah, I've met 3 musicians in my wow, whole life. Wow, good. I would love to meet these people cuz No, 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 sorry. I was just joking. They're not uh, musicians. Yeah, of course. You're the only musician I've met. I'm the only musician I've met. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good. <laughs> uh, I know no one. It's just me out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, uh, no, no, no. I've met a few people who don't like music. Like, they don't listen to it for fun. I do know people like that, and they're the weirdest people. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. There, I think there's but some... But you were like be, that. I, no, it wasn't that I didn't enjoy music because I played piano from the age of five, right. and I clearly, the reason I was good, yeah, was because I was, noto- my mom tells the story all the time. I was notorious as for being the perfect baby. Like I slept through the night, didn't cry. You could set me down, like you could set me down sitting down, and they would come back like two hours later, and I'd be sitting in the same place, just kind of like checking yeah. shit out. Well, that's good. But interesting, right? Like, yeah. there's not many babies. Like, just I've heard that. that. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, I wasn't perfect. Like, no babies. You're going to cry. You're going to... Babies perfect. You're going to poop Some yourself. Some babies are You're absolute. definitely pooping yourself. Fuck babies. Uh, my dad has some good diaper changing stories about me, but I think every parent does. That's the... Can I tell you that's the one... Do you think one? they're actually good stories? So, can stories? I tell you that's the one like thing... Like, other people like hearing them? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but that's the one thing I don't want to do. I don't want to do as a parent. Change I know I want to be a parent. Like, I yeah. know I want that. Yeah. I know, and I also know about myself that when the time comes, I will be ready. So you need, like, a genetically modified, like, poopless baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe a colostomy bag. I, I, I don't oh. know. No, no, I'm <laughs> so fucking joking. And I shouldn't joke about that. Um, but, uh, yeah, we can we can move on. Okay. Um, we're getting we're getting off we're, all we're, right. we are so off food. the Google so you, board so you, we are <laughs> off the Google board so you've been cooking food. you've been working so let me get to what Japanese I learned at this place yeah. positives um, I learned a lot about food I love cooking I always have yeah. got it from my grandma food and music I got from my grandma this is my grandma's piano by the way what up grandma that's awesome um, 
Wisconsin grandma, by the way, the farm farm grandma. So she she fed a. F- a so she, did you bring this from Wisconsin? Yes. Wow. That thing weighs five hundred pounds. Not and, and it might did weigh. You move it or get a mover. I had a mover, but I had but there were two movers, and I had to be the third person. And, and you're we on had the to third go floor. One, you had to go. We'd go step. one step at a time. Oh my god! And you know that organ I have in there that yeah. I got for free? Yeah. Uh, that thing flew up the stairs. I bet. Flew. <laughs> and then we did this, and it's just like. You did go like one one thing at a time, and it was just like, all right, ready, three, two, one. And you all and you all had hernias afterwards. Yeah, it was it was bad, dude. It was I bad. bet. But oh but the great thing is how the many, wheels the wheels work so well on this that you can move it pretty easy once it's, once on it's here. Flat. Yeah. And nothing's flat here, by the way. It's all it's all bowed. But right. That's why the acoustics are great. So. Um, okay. So cooking. Anyways. <laughs> we'll see what the mics get with that. I'll get something there. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So food, uh, what I'm going to be cooking for you guys today, and when I say you guys, I'm going to be cooking it for Anthony and Ray and myself and whoever decides to show up today. Ray's on videography, by the way. You yes. probably can't see him. Give, yeah. give yourself a what's up. But he's... What's up? <laughs> uh, uh, so... It's called Kalaage. Okay. Not entirely sure how to spell it. However, it is it translates to Japanese fried chicken. Okay. And it's no different than other fried chicken, other than like you you usually use only chicken thighs and you cut them up into like bite size like almost like nugget sized pieces. Mm-hmm. You have there's a marinade of soy sauce, mirin, ginger. I don't think any garlic. Uh, that's basically it. Yeah. There might be a couple other things. Uh, I don't think there's sugar because you got the sugar from the mirin. And then what I've decided to do, and this is this is my fusion of it. Yeah. Usually you just coat it in potato starch, and then you you uh, use like the marinade as like an egg wash almost, and then you coat it in potato starch and you put it in the fryer. Oh, nice. What I learned by accident was if you make if you make the potato starch like a goop kind of, uh-huh. and toss the chicken in, and you fry it coated in the goop yeah it comes out with this really smooth even layer uh okay like, like a batter almost okay like like it's basically batter that's actually exactly what it is mm-hmm. it's batter fried um which is not i don't believe japanese uh a japanese technique but because uh, tempura is not really battered yeah, i mean I it is gonna, it, well, actually it, 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 is, it, it is, is batter, batter right it is batter but the way that it's fried is it's very light and airy mm-hmm. this is very like smooth and because there's a bunch of like weird things like a fried cheese curd or something yes exactly like a fried cheese curd it sounds super good it's very good yeah and and the and the reason it's good is that because of the marinade that it fries in it leaves such an you've never had this flavor now i prefer i prefer batter fries to like crumbly fries yeah because i don't like the weird texture like yeah the, like, the like complicated when, when texture. cheese curds like from culver's they have like the bits just Yes. I don't like that that much. Oh, I like the bits for like contrast, but okay. uh yeah, that's that's You're just, wrong. That's just, okay. that's just chef thinking. So, you know. Yeah. What up, chopped? chopped. This, this is my this will be my audition video for Chopped, by the way. I didn't even think about that till just now. But oh. Yeah. That would be so fun to do. I would I'd probably I'd for sure go out in the in the first round. I'm almost convinced of it. Because I I'd, I'd open the down. basket. I'd open the basket, but like I never heard anything. I don't of these know things. what the show. What is chopped? Chopped? Yeah. Oh, you okay? It's on the food. I'm network. really bad at. Shows. That's fine. It's on the food. Network. I mean, there's no. Re- it's on. I'm not gonna. Dude, you haven't seen chopped. I hate those. That's why I hated music. 
because chopped. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> because when you're yeah, in middle no, school, I know everyone yep. hates you yep. for your musical taste. And I'm like, I don't need, look. I play music, and I didn't think this way, but it was like I'm right. doing the shit. And they're like, you haven't heard Brahms' Third Symphony, and it wasn't that. It like, was I, like, it's like a, you like Good Charlotte? Are you? Are you fucking serious? No, you're not. No little. Are you fucking serious, bitch? No. Uh, but it's like it, you were ostracized. Like, and kids are evil, man. Mm-hmm. Evil. <laughs> if they had physical strength, they would take over the world. Yes. That's Even definitely. at the size that they're at, low center of gravity. You don't see them coming. Silent. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. that would be a nightmare. That's a, that's a movie idea. Yeah. <laughs> So you're making the, the chicken? Yes. Cool. And and yeah, you uh yes. So and unfortunately people won't get to taste it, but you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, I'm I'm gonna post recipes and things like that at s- some point in the future. What's as your well Instagram? as musical recipes, which segues perfectly into my cons- Well what what's I- your Instagram? And we actually will put a link. Alright, where do I want it? Where do you want you're gonna decide? So we got Maxwell Henry at underscore Maxwell Henry. Uh, and I, don't, I was going to point something else out, but I can't. Just uh, point in place. <laughs> ha- hashtag, hashtag rock and roll over here. <laughs> and That'll go straight to you. That'll go straight to me. So, uh, yeah, this is my face. I am bald. We discussed that. I'm, I'm, I can't Brian Urlacher it, man. I've, I've had people tell me, like, dude, I, I found the greatest, like, hair growth shit. I'm like, there are some, there are some horrible yeah. side effects, dude. Horrible. I'm not gonna. They're. I'm not gonna say what they are right now because it's just not necessary. But, and I was raised Catholic and Midwestern, so you don't say Uh-oh. those words. Oh. Anyway, okay. nah, it's not. It's not that serious. But it's just. I. It's just like I don't want that. Yeah. I, I don't mind. Everyone on my dad's side of the family is fucking bald as shit, and it, it is happens. what it is. Guys can be bald. Yes. It's fine. It's very fine. Is you guys with luscious locks over here? But mine's thinning. It's thinning. It really is. Like I feel like it's my. It will. You'll definitely be like one of those people at like fifty. Like you'll. Yeah, you'll I think have, so. You'll have some skin Cause it's, showing. It's going back. Yeah, you'll have some skin showing. Yeah. But, um, like Dembski. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's he's, he's bald. Got a, yeah. Steve Dembski, by the way, composer. Steve. He was our professor. Steve. Dembski. And actually, no. Look, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the. Uh, <laughs> You can you can put Steve Dembski on both sides because he has those like pictures. Oh yeah, yeah. Where he's yeah. doing like the point. I fucking love yeah. those. He's a he's a composer and he was actually uh, our our professor. Yeah, at mutual. And we, and we found and we found that we write the same music because of it. Yeah, yeah, a lot of interesting similarities. Yeah. So speaking of music, what what have you been up to? <clears throat> so, the reason I've left was one that was the most toxic work environment ever uh-huh. in the kitchen. Uh. We can bleep some if you feel it. I don't really care. It's up to you. Yeah, that's fine. Um, well, it'll be a game time decision. <laughs> Just text me when you're editing. Uh, I'll tell okay. you how I feel. Um, so, I'm, for the first time, for the first time since making Great America, which you can, you probably can't see, but it's, but it's hanging on the wall a little bit. Yeah. Um, that was the piece that you wrote last year. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, in 2018, that's the tattoo. Yeah. And it's an, imp- it's an improv piece, it's like a spatial scoring, I don't know, graphic notation maybe? Yeah. Graphic, awesome. definitely graphic, exactly graphic notation and words. Yeah. Um, there's a recording of it at a creatorscollection.com. I'm proud of it, you'll hear it 
you'll hear it and you'll be like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? But that's me in a nutshell. That's the best. That's yeah. me in a nutshell. It's like, I don't want you to know. I want you to figure out what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And here's the here's a, a hot take. I like hot takes. Uh, really, my artist statement is I kind of I was I was talking to a, like that same fellow libertarian friend, former rugby teammate, uh-huh. um, who's just a hilarious dude, and we're just we're talking about political climate. And he he's not like fuck yeah Trump. He's like you know what, Trump objectively has done some policy things that have benefited the United States of America, and those are objective facts. The way he's gone about it is fucked up, should never happen again, and I he, I view him as a treasonous president. Yeah. We've had treasonous presidents before. I agree. Um, and sure. he's a treasonous president, yeah. and I feel very strongly about that, and he's the reason I want a gun. I want an AR-15, to be perfectly specific. <laughs> 35 of them. I want an AR-15, I want a uh. Huntsy. This boat goes back into survivalism, and this ties into music, too, because my music, mm-hmm. I'm basically making country music. You wait, wait, wait. You wanna? Did you say a bow? No, no, no. Uh, well, a bow would be tight too. I've, I've done, I've shot bows before. Uh-huh. Uh, I've shot shotguns before and bows. Never yeah. anything else. And I don't particularly like guns. Actually, my, my philosophy is changing, and really, it's come from food. Actually, too, is that so you can shoot the. Food. I'm not vegan, but I eat pretty plant based. But I like to cook meat when I have it. Yeah. I hate how the food industry, and this goes for vegetables mm, yeah, too. So yeah, that's why, sure. like, when vegans get on their high horse about like plants, it's like you realize like Monsanto has fucked, yeah, the planet, like actually, um, not permanently. I mean, I don't know, not permanently. So my, my uncle, my uncle in Wisconsin is an organic farmer, uh-huh. so he has a lot of experience with GMO and all this stuff. And I don't, he's definitely, I don't think he's, because he's a really smart guy, I don't think he's against GMO, because if you're really smart, you're not, because, because, I'm, well, I mean, everything we eat is GMO, pretty much. Yes. And people argue that's why we have cancer, that's all that, but, um, I mean, I don't think there's any real research on in a statement like that, though. No, there isn't, but yeah. that's the, that's my point. Yeah. There's no evidence to back this, like, hippie bullshit up, and, uh, <laughs> so this is getting yeah. into my artist statement. Cancel me if you want, like, yeah. I dare you. Well, you can't cancel it. Sometimes. That's what I'm saying, I dare you. Like, try to cancel me, and I, I want to see what happens. Like, I really do, because... But cause, for what? Because what this is why, because what I, what I truthfully believe is that when, you, when everyone is in the room is yeah. able to express their God's honest opinion, uh-huh. you can insert whatever word you want for God, um, your honest opinion... Yeah. Something happens, I think, in the energy of a room. I, to me, at least, it's palpable when people are guarded. Because I've been guarded, like, all my life, yeah. almost. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a real issue. I agree. People being guarded and not able to... Or not... They don't feel able to express ideas. Um, yes. And, and what's dangerous about that is... When you have bad ideas and you don't release them to the world, right? You don't, you don't. You don't learn. know they're bad ideas. Yeah, exactly. If you haven't got hit in the face for calling someone the N word, you're gonna keep doing it. Uh, sure. You don't. Do, you don't agree with that. Uh, I I agree. It's it's just sort of a funny example, but yeah, I agree. With I mean, I think it's a topical example. No, I agree. It's it's never happened to me. <laughs> No, but I know people that it's happened to, and I know white people that use it. I don't know any white person. I'm definitely not close with any white person that would use that word outside of a rap song. 
or trying to be funny, like quoting somebody. Yeah, I mean, maybe in like an academic context, talking about it. That, I, don't count that. I don't count that as the same thing. Like, if, if you're using the word as a historical context to... Hit, talking about it. Talking about it, I, I think. And, and there's like Ta-Nehisi Coates is like mm-hmm. famous for saying, like, I don't mind you saying the word. It's it's how you're saying if if you're if you're quoting somebody right like I mean I there are to, people who do mind you saying the word I, that's why it's complicated man yeah. and that's why like I think white people just need to take a fucking chill pill and just be like look you don't understand you actually don't I know it's that's a hard pill to swallow yeah but take some but you time you can't really what you, not only do you you don't understand you can't right you, and 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 until you acknowledge that you can't you're gonna white splain for days. Right. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with sexism. It's the same thing with all the isms. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Well. So I forget what, we were, what, what I was getting at with my friend, uh, so I think we'll just move but on. But you were talking about just, ex- like, like cancel you, like, you're going to express yourself. I'm going to express myself, and I want, I want an adverse reaction. So I'm, I'm record. I, I, I just opened a studio, mm-hmm. and I said I wasn't going to promote it, so I'm not going to say the location or you the name. I mean, if you want to, no, I know it. I can, but I, but I actually don't want okay, to. Okay. It's called the Misfits Studio, featuring the Misfits Instruments. If you're interested in recording with me, you can reach me at Instagram at Maxwell Henry hashtag Rock and Roll hashtag I do more than rock and roll. <laughs> uh, I hope your fingers are spread enough. Apart. No, no, I, I, I hit it. All right. Um, I write spatial notation. I got good spatial awareness. Okay, good. I'm, I'm an athlete. I'm a jock first, musician second. Interesting. Not, not the other way around. Um, so, yeah, don't cancel me. Or try to cancel me. Please. That's my invitation. <laughs> try to cancel me. My music is not... If my music sounds like it can be on the radio, I, it, my music will not ever sound like it can be on the radio. Is really my philosophy when it comes to making. So music. what happens if it gets really popular and gets on the radio? I'd be great. Yeah. Then that would that would that would make me so. And then it'll sound happy. exactly like it can be on the radio. <laughs> exactly, and then boom. Please let me be the Bernie for music. That that maybe is like my the like, what the Bernie for music. Oh, yeah. Like just show people you can do it a different way. Yeah. And but vilify me for it. Like I'll 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 jump on that grenade for because Bernie will never be president. I'm sorry. Like Probably never yeah. in a million years, a communist in the <laughs> White House. I'll give that 150 years. That's my bet. I'll place money on that. I don't know. I mean, I don't know about time, but it's not happening this time. I don't <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's why I think it maybe there's a point one percent chance. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Is why it's not a surefire bet. Is he's um, not. Okay, yeah. No, no, no. Think about, like, Obama. Uh-huh. Or let's think. Clinton. Bush. Yes. Obama. Trump. Do you notice the back, the back and forth there? Yeah, but then Trump needs another term, and then... Yeah, Trump will win again. Trump will win again. That's I, that I'm convinced of. Yeah. And I, and I laugh in, li- in liberals' face who tell me otherwise. Because show me... T- and please... Tell me why. Tell me what I can do. Yeah, I mean, something might happen. Tell me Obama what I can do. There's an Andrew Yang like uh, outpost that just got set up down the street. Nice. I'm walking in there for sure because I really he's never going to be president. Yeah. Unless he changes everything about himself. But I would. Vote I for think him he's way more him. useful outside of government than yeah, inside. Maybe. Yeah. Because know. do you know what he did to be famous? He's created thousands. Well, he of was jo- uh, Venture for America. Yeah, yeah right. Venture thousands of jobs in jobless places. With uh-huh. young entrepreneurs creating these jobs. Right. 
that is so vital. Yeah. I can't explain it. Uh, I don't really want to get into a racial discussion here because I don't. I feel uncomfortable about two white people just like going at mm-hmm. like what we feel about this. But I do talk with a lot of people about these things, and there's an interesting power struggle that has uh-huh. always gone on between minority and white majority and majority. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Majority, minority, minority, and majority. Yeah. Um. And it's and it's never been like it's that the power struggle goes back and forth a little bit, but it's always been in the favor of the majority uh-huh. by far. No yeah. matter how many numbers the minority gets, it almost increases the problem. To be honest, um, all I'm trying to say is the minority has a significant advantage, and I think it's and I think it's what I think it's what in what yeah, so I'll explain is I I, re, I didn't want to say it the way that I did. Uh, uh-huh. Um, I, I can only give an example, like Uh Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, these types of people, um, they have an advantage of being the counterculture and the counterculture is a thing. uh, This is a thing I learned at NYU in a songwriting history Mm -hmm. class is the counterculture is actually the culture. And that's the thing that it doesn't get talked about a lot because culture is actually because counterculture is what moves culture forward. Like, people, counterculture gets you to a spot, and enough people stop off and say, this is comfortable. Right, but there's probably also a million countercultures yes. that spring up at every at any time, and most of them just fizzle away. Yes, 100%. And that's why things don't change overnight. Like, if they did, then then I don't even know what that would look like. Mm-hmm. Maybe cool, but maybe not also. Yeah, I mean, I see advantages in both, in both directions. Like... But you can always find like you don't anything. become a rock star if you're exactly the same as everybody. I think else. New York is a perfect example of how everyone can actually peacefully coexist. This is one of the nicest cities I've ever lived in. Yeah, honestly, Grant, New York is. Granted, people can be assholes people to your face, really but it's out nice of courtesy yeah, to right. you. It's like, bro, you are fucking up my day right now, and I don't care about you in the slightest, and I shouldn't, and you shouldn't care about me. So, like, don't. Let's just not have a problem, okay? Mm-hmm. That's you have that interaction once a week. Right. And I've gotten so used to it that I just, I, I find them funny. Like, I was walking down the sidewalk one day, one night, and, it, and I got to a point where it was really narrow, and this drunk dude just comes around the corner, like, out of fucking nowhere, like, from me to you. And I'm already on yeah, the right, right side of the sidewalk, because this is America, and that's where you walk, is on the right side, right? <laughs> Everyone's walked on the left side. It's not like, you're not going to get a ticket for it. I never think it. about it. You're not yeah, going to get yeah, a ticket yeah. for it, but next time you're on the way, like, wow, everyone's walking on the right side of the street. So I go even more to the right side of the street against this construction barrier, yeah. and he stumbles into my path, and I'm just like, I am not doing this. I'm not throwing a spin move like mm-hmm. on you right now. And he's like, with all this sidewalk, and then just keeps going. And I just like laugh to myself because it's like I, this is why I love New York. It's yeah. like that doesn't happen. Any like it happens, I'm sure, yeah. but like there's just a weird energy to New York where people are just really honest. Yeah. And it's palpable, just mm-hmm. like it is in a room yeah. and in a city just as much. So I, I don't want to get more into New York because that's a whole topic. But um, I don't know where we're at on time. But I, I want to say one more thing about the consultancy because I think I mentioned it. And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So the studio is a thing that I'm doing. It's pay what you can. That's the, the selling point. Uh-huh. I'm not going to charge you 80 bucks an hour. Because at the end of the day, it's your music. That's relatively low, too. Yeah. 
Yeah. But that's what like that that's what people start out at around. That's kind of a going rate for first timers in okay. New York. Like house studios, uh-huh. like because right. you're not talking about renting a studio yeah. space. Yeah. Um, that's expensive as shit. And musicians. So I'm an all-in-one studio. Mm-hmm. I have mus- I have instruments. I have a weird base of the. This it's a one-bedroom apartment that functions as a multi-room booth. Uh-huh. That can be utilized in many different ways. Yeah. Closing doors, being in different parts of the room. There's not a straight wall in this room. There's not a ninety degree angle in this apartment. Yeah. You got a Nord keyboard. You got drums. Got, you got a Nord an keyboard without a with, without a working sustain pedal at the moment. It's. I've got, don't say that. I've got not. I'm not gonna lie. This is New York. I can't lie. I can't. No. You you can't drop that. I got a Nord and people come and then okay. like you got no fucking pedal. I'm getting it fixed. I'm taking donations. So like, let me help you. Yeah. Uh, help me help you. Uh, yeah, get that shit fixed. It's like the best thing ever. Uh, yeah, trust me, I'm a piano player. I know, but I've got no, not but you. I, I'm saying help him. Yeah, yeah, but I've gotten really good at legato playing, and I, so I, bet. I, that's yeah, why I appreciate yeah. that because that's a technique that most piano players don't have. Yeah, uh, and it's very useful. Anyways, so in addition to that, what is not pay what you can, and really what I'm doing is what I is a music consultancy service that I'm calling handwritten harmony uh-huh. for no other reason than like I write music by hand that's I, I can't I, I, I refuse to do it on computer programs nowadays because I'm not good with technology I also probably shouldn't say that by putting myself as a producer well you're good engineer. with logic I saw that stuff you were doing I'm good with logic I've yeah. gotten good with logic holy shit man yeah Fuck. Doing some oh, cool stuff. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate you saying that. There's there's, <laughs> there's an endorsement because I probably sound like an idiot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thank you because I've, I've worked really hard and that's yeah. and, and would you say any of that music could be on the radio? Uh, probably not. Maybe what's good. Maybe. What? the the I don't think I showed you that one. It's like a hip-hop R&B. Okay. Uh, thing. So I do multi, I do every style. Like, not just hashtag rock and roll. Um... I'm gonna uh, put it somewhere else. <laughs> I'm okay with that, man. That's even funnier. Uh, I'm a classically trained pianist. I'm a jazz trained drummer, mostly self-taught. Outside of the first year or two that I learned drums, mm-hmm. played piano since I was five, drums since I was twelve. Guitar, tried to teach myself guitar for fucking ever, and never could. Then I started experimenting with open tunings. Yeah, made a lot of sense for me. Now I'm taking standard tuning guitar, six string guitar lessons. I also notoriously six only, string guitar. I also <laughs> that's a ridiculous thing to say. If anybody's like, I'm taking guitar lessons. Wait, notor- how many strings? I notoriously actually no. That's, you're gonna play that guitar. This is also a perfect segue into the jam. Yeah, I notorious- we'll finish talking about where you are, and then we'll do the jam. Yeah, I will. Um, I notoriously play guitar with five strings. I, I don't. I've always miraculous. It's a pretty weird calling card. I've, I've, it doesn't I've, even have a peg. You did you lose it or is it? Oh what? The peg a for peg the guitar? No, no, the peg. Oh yeah. Is yeah. it gone? Yeah. No. <laughs> so it can't have six strings even yeah. if it wants. No, and I don't even want it to. Actually, now that I'm learning six string guitar, I'm like, oh, that's why you have it. Okay. Yeah. So usually I'm in. E, I think this is standard tuning right now, but I'm in E. Yeah, so uh, this is standard tuning, but it's E, B, E, F7, 
F sharp B. That's what you usually have it in. That's what that was the first open tuning. Not the first, but that was the first one. I was like, okay, I can yeah. I can play guitar. Cool. Because my technique was always good. Because I never played with a pick. Right. So that's why when I like learned the because like my yeah, hand I mean, was you got always the yeah yeah and like and it and it is like a piano yeah. so I mean, especially for finger picking exactly and so I was always good at finger picking from the start yeah. once I learned like some patterns and it was like okay I yeah. can really only do three finger um, play banjo yeah I would my friend plays banjo yeah my cool glasser. so your consultancy oh sorry I hate you that's the thing it's fine. Oh. Anyways, um, yeah, consultancy, then we'll play. Yeah, so basically, I want to also help me help you kind of thing where it's not pay what you can, it's 75 a month for online services plus one monthly in person uh, session or video, FaceTime, whatever you can do, Hangouts. It's 2019, mm-hmm. figure it out. Uh, you figure it out and then tell me. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, and then, uh, and then if you only want the, what are these sessions for? The sessions are for learning how to, learning how to teach yourself what you want to learn. So I'm not anything gonna, or just mostly music. Well, I mean, if you wanted to do some food, I wouldn't be opposed. Uh, but. Right, but if someone wants music, to, to be like so an it's, architect, it's, it's, you can't it, help them. Yeah, that. sorry. It, it's basically going to be music composition lessons. And it comes from like the classical composition understanding where like most people talk about songwriting. But I view songwriting as just one thing you can do as a composer. It's a form, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's a couple different... It's a genre of song, of composing. So I will... Everyone's teaching themselves music these days and there's a lot of really great resources to be able to do that um but it can be very overwhelming if you don't even know the instrument to begin with it's yeah. one thing if you know the instrument you can like know what to look for yeah. know and you can tell charlatans from not uh and things musical like that charlatans. musical charlatans man we're like we're just salesmen like like me and my friend are writing a song about that and musicians are salesmen like i'm trying to sell out i think you're trying to sell out like People are trying to sell out these days, and and like I and if you want to have a discussion on why I think selling out is an okay thing, what I mean by that is uh, compromising your artistic self for money is a terrible thing. No one should do that. But if you get to a point where you have a platform to make money mm-hmm. and support yourself and support other artists, because that's what I'm all I think about. It's about value. Mm-hmm. So if what you're do if you can do something that other people value and will. And can compensate you for that, right? Because they value in, a, in, a your ethical, in an ethical way, like that. I, people I might agree. people I, label that I don't as think selling out. Bad. People label that as selling out, and I think they mislabel that. But I it's, think there is also a, a bad, there is a bad selling out too. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's what both. I'm saying. Yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. compromising your artistic self to make money, that's a, always a bad thing. Yeah, because you're lying to people. And as an I artist, mean, I don't know if it's always a bad thing. Sometimes it's a job. Music can be a job too. Like, like well, if you're of a, course if, it's if a job. No, but if you're a Broadway pit musician, you're hired to do a thing, and that may or may not be your your um, your calling or whatever. But it doesn't matter. They don't care, and you don't care. Well, you might care, but they don't care. You're providing a service. I mean, it's it's almost. No, I, I, I almost see it as a service industry job. Yes. Oh, it's customer service for sure. Like, I mean, it's the, here's the thing about music: is it's so many. It's event planning. 
It's but it, it's different it's sales. Than, it's than working as a composer in a university and getting grant money to do projects. See, that's what I thought I used to want to do, and I might have a. If I do well to finish my degree, I might have an opportunity to work at NYU, teach Very at cool. NYU yeah, in some capacity. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, teach credits, but, like, basically you can't teach, like, I mean, it's a, but it's a really good way to, to make money. Get your money, foot in the door, your, make yeah. money, make connections. It's NYU. Like, you can't. That's a great opportunity. Deny that. Yeah. So, um... But there's a... Because, like, what Dembski did, he... Yeah. He got a grant one time to just go to fucking Switzerland in the middle of nowhere and just write music. I don't yeah. know if it was Switzerland or... Was it like a residency you got? Yeah. yeah. Like, I would... You, you got a residency one time. That had to have been cool. Yeah, it was great. Got on a plan to go write some music for a week. Yeah. Like, that's... That's the life. Yeah. But you gotta cool. hustle hard to get there. Is is the thing, and, and that doesn't and like, I that don't loses know that you the, money because you don't still know, have to pay for stuff. And I don't know that the university is where I want to do that at. Yeah, because I think I can make my own university with this little thing. Yeah, and that's my that's really my goal because I, I like I want this to be accessible. And here's the other thing too: I will always have like a financial aid component to my thing. Like if you really can't afford sixty a month, you can't afford seventy five a month. Like I will always like work with you to. That's important. Yeah, that's why I, that's why I do pay what you can. Like I'm not marketing myself as some fucking wizard. But you need to make money too. You need yeah. money. You have your And I expensive. trust and I trust artists understand what it's like. It's yeah. just like tip me. I don't need you. I don't. I'm not gonna charge you. Just tip me. Yeah. If cool. you got five bucks, like, please come up with some more next time. But like, yeah. don't don't if if you un, if you if you disrespect me, I I will tell you the first time. But if it happens again, like, it's just not gonna be. Right. A mutual. Yeah, don't it's, take advantage. It's not, yeah, don't take advantage. Don't be a dick. That's the first rule of rugby, is in the spirit of the game. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Cool. The ref, yeah, anyways. So with that, you yeah. want to play something? Mm-hmm. All right, let's do, let's improvise. Thank you. 
Rock and roll. Yeah, all right. Thanks, thanks for listening. Listening. Thanks for listening. Maxwell Henry. Thank you for listening. Yeah, that was fun. Check out his stuff. Check please, out his... please hit me up on Instagram. I'm on my phone all day, so I'll, probably, I'll get back to you probably weirdly quickly. Yeah, his links, way. his links are all in the description. Check it out, and uh, yeah, see you next time. Bye. Peace. All right. Thanks for listening. Please remember to hit that like button, leave a comment if you have any interesting thoughts, and subscribe to my channel. Also, please remember to visit my Patreon page to consider supporting my work generally. Thanks. Bye.